Sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. Power Chat Edition. What is the Power Chat Edition of the Green Insider? Well, it's a brand new short form version of the podcast that we're doing. We'll get you in and out in 10 minutes or less. Still the same great guests, still the same great content. It's just we're going to give it to you in a short form version in 10 minutes or less. We know folks are busy. We know you got a lot going on in your day, so we want to get you in and out and on with the rest of it, but still give you the great content you've been used to on The Green Insider. So, who do we debut with on the Power Chat? Well, we're going to bring to you Miss Ann Niemer, COO and co-founder of eRenewable, as we round out the month of March and put a close to Women's History Month. So, without further ado, please welcome to the Power Chat, Miss Ann Niemer. I mean, I originally got into college thinking I was going to be a pre-med major. That didn't work out. So I ended up with an economics degree. So I started interviewing for jobs and back in the late 80s. And if anyone that was looking for a job during that time realizes it was a very tight job market, especially in Oklahoma, the Midwest, I mean, it was the oil bust and jobs were not easy to come by. Anyway, I ended up working for Coke Refining Company, which is located in Wichita, Kansas. And my first job there was actually Refined Products Scheduler. So I scheduled refined fuel, you know, gasoline, diesel fuel, jet fuel. Um, I did pipeline, barges. That was my first foray into the energy industry. I wasn't really planning, just kind of ended up there just because of circumstances. Well, I liked it. It was fun. I mean, there's a lot of room for growth there. And so I was doing that job for about two years. That's where everybody got their training. So you started off in there, in the scheduling department. You kind of learned about, you know, learned the ropes, learned about the industry. And then they would move you out into what they called marketing. That would be regions and you would be then selling their the products out of terminals. So they had it all over the United States. And at the time, they did not have any females that were doing that role. They had had female, they, you know, they would have one or two here and there, but it generally was, they just had guys doing it. So anyway, so it was my turn next, because usually people did that for one to two years and the next natural progression was into marketing. And so I was kind of skipped over for a, for a move. I was young. And so of course you think, Hey, it was my turn. You know, I, you know, what about me? So the next turn up happened to be down here in the Houston area. And they decided they were going to give me a shot to come down here because it wouldn't be a lot of traveling involved. That was kind of the rationale. Well, we don't want you out traveling on the road, you know, five days a week, blah, blah, blah. So being here in Houston, my, my area, my territory was Houston, East Texas and Southern Louisiana over to New Orleans. You know, all my customers were males and encountered very few females at all. So it was a very, it was a very interesting learning curve. Learned about a new opportunity with, and this is how I kind of got into renewables back before it was even really called renewables back in the early nineties, a new company called Enfuels. And the purpose of it was kind of twofold. One, it was to increase the usage of compressed natural gas as a fuel for vehicles. So then our job as marketing people, so I really got this job because of my experience in marketing, right? So it's marketing a fuel. Okay, so that was really what I was supposed to do. But the kind of the other side of that coin was you had to have vehicles that could run on compressed natural gas. So, I mean, it is a huge learning curve. I mean, because a lot of people, me included, I mean, you never even heard about running a vehicle on anything besides like gasoline or, or diesel fuel. It was just learning about or actually educating people on using compressed natural gas as a vehicle fuel. 
what the benefits are, the cost savings. There also, there was, well, really the time there was a lot of government mandates that they were putting in place to try and curb emissions. And there were some federal mandates that would be in place for in areas where the pollution was bad. And Houston at the time was like the second largest. The mandates were fleets of vehicles that were over like 10 vehicles had to somehow reduce their emissions and you had to have, you know, be using some of these alternative fuels. So, I mean, so it was going then to people that use large amounts of fuel when they traveled around the city. It has to be a special tank. You've got to go and you have to convert the vehicle over. So, I mean, a typical, you know, cost would be about $3,000. Say you have a fleet of 100 vehicles. Well, you mean, you just have to do the math. And anyway, so we'd have to go in there and convince these people that, you know, take in how many miles does your vehicle travel per year? You know, what it costs you paying for your fuel? And so we'd have to lay out like how they could recoup their savings because it was kind of a fine line because a lot of times it could be 12 months but it could be three years well then they cycle through their vehicles every three years it didn't really make sense for a lot of people to do it so it was a very tricky kind of a, a, a thing i mean we did get a little bit of momentum going so i was there for three years and by the third year because of, there was a lot of pushback from people that ran these kind of vehicles, they were like, you know, this is not working. It's going to take us a lot longer than we're thinking. And so the federal mandate kind of was pushed back. Well, as soon as that was rolled back and vehicles were not, you know, fleets were not going to have to really go by this. And really our market kind of evaporated, you know, with you know, renewables. I mean, it's just very premature and people just weren't ready for it. It's very exciting because when Mike, you know, introduced me, he said, hey, you know, let, we have this opportunity to do this. And, you know, what do you think and all that? I was so excited and thrilled. It's finally like, wow, what I was doing like 30 years ago is finally you know, coming to fruition. And it's not like a wild kind of crazy idea. And and everybody, you know, a lot of people want to get involved with it. And, you know, we've been to these conventions and seeing the excitement about it and see, you know, people that really have a passion for it. And it's very exciting. And, you know, I'm glad to, I'm glad that we're part of it. And and very exciting to see how many females are now involved in this industry. I was very surprised, not not surprised in a bad way, but like so excited to see that for my first conventions. I mean, I was meeting all these females that had been involved with it. And I was like, wow, this was so different than my experience previously. 10% of the, the room would be would be female, and now you're talking about 50% of the room are female. It's very exciting and just thrilled to be part of it. Keep your eye on the end goal, and you just cannot be distracted by all the noise. There's a lot of people that will try and bring you down, and you just have to kind of just stay focused and know that you can do it. And there's a lot of role models out there, and you just have to find a, find a good mentor. I definitely think that's important. Some of those can be on your side. A mentor can even be, I mean, I several mentors along the way that actually were male, but they want, they saw that I could, I could use some help and, you know, cause I was young and, you know, green and, but I had definitely some male role models along the way that, that helped me. So I just don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. And I think it's fascinating. And I think it's just a great opportunity right now for women to get involved in this field. Really do. Thank you so much for that. And once again, the Power Chat brought to you by eRenewable and the Green Insider. You can catch it every week just like you can the Green Insider as well. Don't forget the Green Insider also, too. Jane Stricker joins us this week. Very excited about that. Senior Relationship Manager for BP. That will drop this week. And, of course, then we'll keep you up to date with the Power Chat as well. And don't forget, you can find all of the Green Insider podcasts over at Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and eRenew.net. That's eRenew.net. And if you check us out on Apple iTunes, 
iTunes, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. Why? Because we promise you learn more about renewable energy after than before you stop by. It is the Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier. Thank you.